1: Hello, you. Welcome to this week's Money in the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. With me this week, I've got Adam. All right? Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, Grant, Thank you very much. I got um, Emma Buonastente. Oh, that's Uh And we've got Ryan. and Ryan. Is it?
2: Yes. Yeah, it's, it's called. It's pronounced Ryan.
1: Ryan. We had someone like you in our podcast years ago.
2: Years and years ago, I'd listened to a few of those episodes. He really annoyed me, to be fair. So yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, glad,
2: I'm, I'm glad he's gone now.
1: He's a massive dick. I hope you're nothing like him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listening
1: figures have been way up. <laughs> Watch them slowly decrease again. <laughs> you can bring us down from within. <laughs> right so we're going to talk about the champions league this week news um and we're going to talk about european leagues coming up this weekend and premier league too so we're going to start on tuesday night at a snowy etihad uh as manchester united beat psg 2-0 through thanks to two goals of riyad morris um and they won 4-1 on aggregate um i get i took from this manchester city very effective in defense uh they didn't allow psg an awful lot of time um they were hampered by Noam Mbappe, of course. Icardi was pretty poor. They actually had zero shots on target throughout the um, the whole match, did um, PSG. But I did quite like uh, the, the DS coming for some praise. But I did quite like Zinchenko celebrating a block clearance in the second half. That was pretty good. Um, who saw this one?
0: It's the Champions League semi-final Chris. we all did.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, watched, I watched the highlights, but you know.
1: Did you? Okay, I'll come with you then. Not like that, but as um I'll go to you first. Okay. What did you make uh, of it? Uh it was so this i is think
2: mental behavior. Saying, uh, this, sorry.
0: This is mental behaviour. We said we ordered and you're going to the one person who watched the highlights. Exactly. he's <laughs> <laughs> a guest. It's...
2: You... A guest. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you've been devoted to guest. Right? <laughs> it's, <fine. laughs> it's, it's you know, it's like when someone comes to your house, Oh they're, they're
1: a guest. I've gotta be honest. honest. You were, you were hanging on in the Extra Time WhatsApp group by the um, the skin of your teeth, having you, <laughs> you, yeah, you been in there for like three months and not been on this podcast at all. I mean, it
2: definitely <laughs> wasn't three months,
0: but whatever, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I didn't realise that the entrance requirements were so, so stringent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> As I say, you know, I feel like, you know, that's just, but anyway, Fantasy <laughs> City were quite good, weren't they? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I think from the highlights. <laughs> that I saw. Uh yeah, Manchester City were quite good really. Riyad Mahrez uh, scored some nice goals. I just think that they had a couple of ch- I think Foden had a couple of chances where he probably should have scored really. He post, I didn't think he it? Should have, yeah, I think it should it you know, the game could have been more out of sight than it actually. I mean, not that it wasn't anyway. PST were very very poor. Mm. And you know, I'm sure we'll come on to uh certain players getting themselves red carded. At some point, you know, it's never going to make it easier. But from the bits I saw, I actually watched the the last sort of 10 minutes live, hoping that PSG would actually turn it around, really. And every time Neymar got the ball, he drove at someone, but so lazily that he just lost the ball every time. His first touch, you could tell he just wasn't bothered at that ball, or he was super frustrated. I guess is probably the better phrase. He just didn't seem everything he did it was like a bit of a slouch and you know he'd lose the ball and you could just if you had a mic on him he'd probably be like oh.
1: <laughs> a sigh
0: thing a- his, his best Harry Enfield impression is Kevin <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gone, Adam you watched this live didn't you correct Gone then what did you make of this problem? what did you make of the Edison role in the um, first goal for Riyad Morris? Uh,
0: it's not bad was it it was alright wasn't it yeah um we just, you know, it, it, just, it just makes them so dangerous on the counterattack attack when you have a player who can play it past that direct act with that sort of accuracy and they can break with that kind of pace. Um, Rian Morris is starting to annoy me now because he's starting to make me look a bit silly. What did you say? Just generally <laughs> didn't think he was that good.
1: Does he follow you on Twitter and he's basically sort of trying to get his own back on you?
0: Does he follow me on Twitter?
1: Yeah. No? Yeah, no.
0: He's probably blocked... He, if he did have a Twitter account, he would have blocked me along with Stan Connemore and Ricky Joyce. Oh,
1: OK. <laughs> he's,
0: had this, he's had similar short shifts.
1: Is that a holy trinity, is
0: it? That's the one, yeah. <laughs> I've, been, work, I've been, working, been working for months on that rear really,
1: bar. <laughs> Although, um, em, um, Edison did do his very best to gift Angadoumi Maria a goal, didn't he, this was early on? I
0: mean, I'm going to hold on to my... Um,
1: I'm still gonna claim I
0: still
1: don't think he's actually
2: that good. Who? Riyad Mahrez. I'm, I'm gonna die on that hill. Oh okay. In all, in all fairness, with Riyad Mahrez, is he a little bit like I'm? I'm throwing in like William uh, in terms of a player that turns when he turns up once every ten games, he's absolutely sensational. But then there's nine other games oh. where it's just
1: like. Ryan, that's a bit mean. He's been better than that this season. He's, been, he's turned up more than once every ten games of no, season. No, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking, I'm asking, again, ten games is a bit of a, you know. <laughs> I think that was also more of a dig at Rhea Maris
0: than it was. was more, of a, more of a continued dig at Williams, sorry, than dig at Ria Maris. <laughs>
2: yeah, but I think uh, I, I can understand where you're coming from with, with Maris, is, is my... Uh, my overarching point there Adam okay
0: I just don't think he ever sort of impresses me enough that I ever think that he's the best player on the in their in their team in his in his position
1: is he quietly effective then I mean maybe he's so subtly good you're not noticing or maybe you're just not very observant
0: <laughs> <laughs> all of these are possible
1: <laughs> Emma did you watch this with your Latin temperament
3: yes I did
1: with my Latin temperament. <laughs> okay, what did you make of the game? This is, they were worthy winners, weren't they, uh, City? Oh, yeah. Um, Ruben Diaz
3: is
1: great, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, that, that blocking... Amazing. He made a bomb block with his head, like didn't he? Warrior mode. I'm not going to lie. It does annoy me he wears three and plays central defence. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you feel better if he was wearing 87?
0: Yeah, I don't think that's... I I think that you can be annoyed about squad numbers, but I don't think that's one of the ones that you should be annoyed about. If was... it's close enough that that's acceptable.
1: But they signed Nathan Aki at the same time, and were the best one in the world. Nathan Aki was never going to be a first choice ahead of Ruben Diaz, so why did they give Nathan Aki six?
0: That's dibs, isn't it? He was there earlier.
1: And Zinchenko should be wearing three, not eleven
3: maybe maybe rubendi has wanted to be three maybe three means a special thing to him maybe he's always been number three
1: maybe he has it's very true He could well be but it just doesn't judge depend. him no no that's what we're here for <laughs>
3: <laughs> just,
1: mindless judging what, what else are we going to do on a thursday night <laughs>
0: i'm also My trying to think of, i'm also trying to think of numbering conventions and i'm thinking that if you played if you played a 343 and a lot of numbering conventions one of the centre-backs would be number three
1: in that case, I think. Uh, Good point. Quite possibly, yeah. I get your point.
0: Because if you're playing in Spain, the four would be the pillar.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like the look of it. You're
3: just wrong to be angry <laughs> about it, Chris.
1: That's... I've got to be honest, you're not, You're guilty in this as well, because Gerard Piquet...
3: I'm not Gerard Piqué. No, if
0: anything, just, if anything, you've just, just just disproven your own theory. Why? I'm all for it now. Gerard Piquet is the standard bearer.
3: <laughs> he really is.
1: Central defenders wearing three.
3: Don't you dare come for Gerard
1: Piqué. It doesn't look right. The only the <laughs> only worse party than this is Victor Lindelof wearing two in central defence.
3: <laughs> I feel like we should be talking about how bad PSG was. We should.
1: Yeah, go on. Then. <laughs> Let's get back onto the subject. Irrational
3: uh, hatred of people wearing numbers they <laughs> couldn't be.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, go on. Uh, PSG being bad, Emma. T- talk to us about that. Oh, they
3: were rubbish, weren't they?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why were they rubbish? Were they? Did they sort of turn up defeated? Did uh, City not allow them to be good? Were they just sort of not fancy on the know, night?
3: I don't know if you're familiar with PSG, but they have this thing
1: about bottling big games. <laughs> Do you think they bottled it? Because to, to, to bottle it implies you've yeah, got to be. Yeah, I really mean, think
3: they did.
1: what's to bottle it implies you've got to be ahead and then lose, doesn't it? Like they did but, against you guys.
2: They, so didn't they have, they have they and shot. The
1: though, weren't they? Sorry,
2: Randazzo. Did, did they? Didn't they take the lead in the first leg?
1: Yeah, they did. I, 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 yeah, okay, fair enough. I was specifically talking about um, okay, they were just about this one. the job, Chris. They were. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Because yeah, I mean, to be fair to City, they outplayed PSG in three of the four halves of this tie, didn't they? Yeah,
3: that, I mean Manchester City were very, very, very
0: good. Yeah. Can we talk about snow in May? Yes.
3: <laughs> please, please, one of you explain to me what the hell happened.
1: The north. <laughs> that's not an excuse i mean ryan's closer to manchester than any of us so maybe he can explain
2: uh i mean if i was a meteorologist i probably would be able to assist <laughs> uh yeah it's it's not good weather here
1: that's <laughs> the to say. um manchester city are the ninth different english clubs to get to a, Euro- a european cup or champions league final that's three more than any other country um, so go Brexit uh, and um, shrinking violet Marco Verratti was complaining about the referee afterwards, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, um, I've got a fun stat for you, Chris, for you to guess. Uh-huh. Well, we've probably already read it, but in Manchester's now only the second European city to ha- set non-capital European city to sent multiple teams to the European Cup final. Um.
1: I haven't read it but I'm guessing Milan. I did read
2: it. Yeah. It is Milan, yeah. There we go. Yeah, there's a whole he thing. Read it, but he <laughs> just he just said he didn't so he could it correct. <laughs>
1: yeah. There's a whole chapter in soconomics, the book Soconomics, about why teams from non-capitals um make it to the final more than teens from capitals, obviously Real Madrid apart. It's quite interesting. Is it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the gist of it then the gist of it being that um capital cities don't have um as much to prove as non-capitals so if you think about barcelona maybe as an example uh, which i might be able to get my head ripped off for of, uh but barcelona be- example though, <laughs> barcelona being an example so they're a place with their own distinct regional identity same as somewhere um like liverpool or uh, Bavaria um, for example so they feel it's not so much they've got an inferiority complex but they feel they've got a representation of their area which drives them on to greater things than um around capitals is um, what the gist is. Is that fair Emma? An inferiority complex. I said not an inferiority <laughs> complex. <laughs> I said uh, so... and yet all I had was inferiority. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so th- they have to represent the area that they are from greater than Chelsea because you know Chelsea are one of like 20 teams in London whereas you know Barcelona represents an area and an entity
0: do you really think but which of the 11 like of uh, the 11 largely like foreign or at least non-local millionaires playing for Liverpool do you think really try harder because they're not <laughs> in the capital
1: all of them I don't know. But yeah, I mean, this was written a few years ago, so you know, times may have changed since then. But is that fair, Emma, being from one of these places?
3: Uh, I mean, certainly probably was at one point. There's not a lot of gadolans left in the Barcelona team. No? Gerard Pique.
1: He's the only is one, it? is it? And he doesn't even well, wear a proper number, so he doesn't count.
3: Uh, <laughs> but first they came for Brian
0: Diaz, and I didn't say anything because I don't care about Brian Diaz. And <laughs> then they came for Gerard Pique. That's when the uprising was
1: started. <laughs> Um Yeah, Marco Verratti, the shrinking violet, uh, complaining that the referee telling him to F off and everything. He says he's never ever said anything like that himself to a referee. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I for one believe him.
1: <laughs> um, PSG, what are they got to do now? Are they due a big rebuild or is it just one of those years? Because they got to the final last year, didn't they?
2: It's a difficult one, really. I think...
1: Is it if because of these,
2: on, looming, these looming transfer stories all the time about people like Mbappe and Neymar? Or is it a case of almost that if they, if they were to get rid of those superstars almost and, and use other talent, would they be more successful?
1: I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, Adam, you were same. Saying...
0: I just, I mean, it is falling from Champions League final to Champions League semi-final.
1: Yeah.
0: It hardly feels like a, like a huge
2: kick in the teeth.
1: But they're struggling in. Well, not. Uh, they're they're not running away with the league like they normally do this season either. Okay,
2: but but the, so they've had a change of manager, haven't they? So yeah, there's also a lot of weird league stuff going on around a lot of
0: countries that would suggest that coronavirus has played quite a big impact.
1: Okay. Yeah, no. Okay, fair enough. Well look, we'll move on to Wednesday night. Um by sheer coincidence, um, Chelsea beat Real Madrid 2 0 and 3 1 on aggregate thanks to goals from Timo Werner and Mason Mount, Mer- and Ryan, who's a Chelsea fan, is on this podcast.
2: Weird, it's so
1: <laughs> strange. And <laughs> um, they aligned. Did you feel comfortable after the first goal went in?
2: No. Um I, I was a nervous wreck for pretty much the whole game until until Mount scored because I think as as Real Madrid proved in the first leg, they could have scored from sort of almost nowhere. Benzema had a couple of good chances. He probably should have scored the header that he had in the first half. To be fair, but Mendy made a couple of really good saves to keep him out.
1: That shot from outside the area was that at nil nil or was that at one nil?
2: That was a nil nil. Okay. Um, so it was yeah quite it was quite a vital save because then I think pretty much a couple of minutes after. That's when Werner scored. Uh but we just had so many chances to score and Real Madrid I mean, I thought we played well, but Real Madrid were really poor. Um, apart from those really those two
1: shots. I only watched yeah. the last twenty minutes of this. Um and my thoughts from watching this game were you were more than happy for Real Madrid to have the ball because there was just absolutely no space for them to pass into at all. You was you were quite happy to sort of start and sort of um Starve the life out of the game, as it were, um, and you seem to be doing that incredibly well.
2: Yeah, and there the, the, the were players on the pitch that just didn't seem to be making that many moves or runs to to get I guess, either feed Benzema or give him some support. You know, he was very much on his own the whole time. There was a couple of times where he ended up coming back to sort of near the halfway line. Mm. It's like he, he shouldn't have to be doing that. You know, Hazard was very, very ineffective. Um, he was very effective at riling up the Madrid media after the game. But I to
1: say he, he looked the happiest man in London, didn't he last night? He was. He was very happy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and yeah. So I thought we were good, but I was. We, we just had so many chances to score. Havertz should have scored one.
0: So <laughs> yeah, if you were nervous until that point, you must have been. You, there must have been a bit of you that was getting like more and more furious because the amount of chances that um that you had on the break. Just over and over and
2: over again. It, it but... very much had a feeling of we are going to concede because we can't score, which has happened a lot for us this season, where we've had a lot of chances and missed them, and then we've we've paid the price later on in the game. And I can only imagine what Tuchel was like because he's as you know animated as it is. Um, and there was a couple of the you know, clips of him kicking the bottle around or whatever, like kicking the ground in frustration.
1: <laughs> Does that worry so... you for the final? The, your lack of um, potency in front of goal?
2: Not necessarily, because I think as, lo- as long as we can score at least... <laughs> it's weird. Uh, if we score one, I think we'll be OK, as we were in the FA Cup semi-final against City, because, as you said, we were, we're very good at stifling opportunities, you know, stifling out chances, and Manchester City are very, it's very... very...
0: It's football matches, right?
2: <laughs> I won't lie to you... You know, I think I was, I've said it in one of the groups. I was like, "We are boring to watch. We are very, very boring to watch."
1: But you must be so uh, tense; you don't notice how boring it is, though. Surely.
2: Last night, yes. In other games, when I, you know, it's a case of I could be cooking dinner or <laughs> I could watch the football. Like normally, I'll, cook, I'll I'll watch the football. Okay. And then I'm just like, "What have I wait? What have I done with ninety minutes of my life?" <laughs>
1: um, Emma, what's the reaction been in um, Spain to this?
3: Uh, well. Eden Hazard has probably done them a favour in a weird kind of way by putting all of the, the attention on himself rather than how abjectly terrible they were. I really do. And I'm not a good team. I've been telling you this, like, for a while now. I'm not a good team.
1: I've got to be honest. I watched Zidane on the touchline, um, and even after Mason Mount scored, all he does is he sort of stands there and applauds yeah. every sort of 30 seconds or so. And he's... He's not very
3: inspirational, is he?
1: No, no, not at all.
3: That really confused me
1: when
2: I, was like, yeah, because he every time like either we would scored or we had a great chance, and it would cut to him, <laughs> and he would just be like, "Good job, guys." Well,
1: that was Keep it. It, it wasn't even like a rousing round of applause. It was just like like a gentle. It was like a golf. Yeah, <laughs> that was all it was. Um, okay, so the final. It's a. Um, uh, it's a replay of Blur versus Oasis, of course, because uh, David Albin is a, um, a Chelsea fan, or he was when Park Life came out and he's trying to be all cockney. Um, and uh, is it a meeting of two similar styles, Adam, do you think? Oh, a meeting of minds. Yeah. <laughs> when I mean two similar styles, I mean, um, I don't mean Blur and Oasis, I mean uh, City and Chelsea.
0: So, to an extent, so if you read, I think it's Pep Confidential they talk about how much when he had um in in his time at, at Bayern how much um Pep uh, really respected Tuchel and how he saw him as sort of he was sort of like considered to be this sort of halfway house of a manager between uh the possession the more possession focused style of Pep mm. and the like frantic pressing of um, of Klopp and he was sort of seen as this sort of uh go between. Um so there's a lot of there's gonna be a lot of respect there. There's gonna be a lot of um I mean Pep's gonna do something crazy, isn't he? He's already lost the Champions League semi final the FA Cup semi final. There's gonna be some mental. Um uh, I don't think it's quite I mean, it's a clash of styles compared to if you compare them to Bur it's a <clears throat> A clash of stars if you compare them to Burnley, but I think that they are quite different teams.
1: Okay, would you prefer to play in PSG or Manchester City, Ryan? Uh, PSG all day long, sure. Yeah, I'd
2: so say PSG because, as we've said, they would probably bottle it. Um, and I guess there would also be that big narrative for Tuchel to, you know, prove prove them wrong a little bit. Um, I mean, the fact that we beat Man City recently, obviously, the result whatever happens on Saturday mm. will be a big marker for that one thing I, I, I did find interesting I don't know if you saw any of the post-match uh, interviews uh, but whoever it was, Des Kelly on BT was was asking Tuchel about oh you're the first manager to go to two Champions League finals with two different teams in two years You know, he said that must be a really good thing and he was like well it depends who you ask and, and why you left the other club I was like, yeah, it's a little bit of a crap question, really, isn't it? Like, do you remember when that other club sacked you?
1: <laughs> that shows that he's, um, he was obviously quite bitter about the way he left PSG as well. Uh,
2: yeah, it was a little bit... Mm, yeah, I don't think that's that great. But, yeah, no, I'd pick I'd pick PSG. <clears throat> I
1: mean. Excuse me. Right, well, that's the Champions League done. Uh, we're now going to move on to a new section called Racism Corner. Um... <laughs> Jim Beglin has apologised this week for saying that um Maria had a Latino temperament as he got sent off at the Etihad. Um, Emma, you're as close to somebody that's as Latino as anybody on here.
3: <laughs> Actually, being... <laughs> OK, yeah. Well, you're from yeah. down that
1: way, aren't you? You're, cl- you're closer to South America than we all are here.
3: Yeah, very much
1: so. Yeah? Um, you, did, you did get quite vexed by this as well, so uh, <laughs> he has apologised... <laughs> He apologised in case anyone was offended, which kind of implies that if no one's offended, he's not sorry.
3: Yeah, he didn't mean his apology at all. It was the most insincere thing I've ever seen. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it wasn't particularly nice, was it?
3: No, no, not at all. Why Why would you keep throwing out such terrible, old, tired, stereotypical, cliche stuff?
1: No. Uh, yeah. They
3: were all really angry what we do we're we're furiously violent all the time broken
1: plates and had a siesta
0: there was a certain irony to you getting upset about it there wasn't there
3: yes
1: (laughs) You just (laughs) proved his point
0: (laughs) i mean it's like um it's like why i think um i love the term not uh, the term gaslighting because if someone goes to you, oh you're just gaslighting me as soon as you say no i'm not
3: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, then you are. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> you know I mean, you—you you, <laughs> you can't help but, but be proved right. So it's like someone goes, "Ah, oh, you in your crazy Latin temperament." You go, "That's a bit out of order." <laughs> look at Lutz.
3: Yeah. Uh, He's a... still a dick. Oh,
0: absolutely. I don't. I don't think it was quite. I don't think he was trying to sort of lay the bait in the same sort of jokey way that I was suggesting that I think it was more that he's
1: just a dickhead uh, in other news uh, Jens Lehmann has been sat by the Hertha Berlin board for sending a whatsapp message to fellow um, pundit Dennis Iogo calling him a quote unquote quote a black guy um, wow I didn't yes.
2: realise he sent it to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, that's, I mean, that's
1: one way to do it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gets better. Uh, Maurice Ross has apologised to Notts County's Enzio Baldwin for saying he is, quote-unquote, he's moving like a 40-year-old. What age is he? Does he have a uh, Doctored African passport? Now, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Baldwin is a Notts County player, and until Monday of this week, Morris Ross was the Notts County manager. Uh, he was. Oh, res- no. He resigned after those comments. <laughs> um yeah, that's not good, is it?
0: Sorry, who no did he make the comments to?
1: He made the comments about I don't know who he made it to, but he made it about one of his own players.
0: I've got that bit, but it, like
1: I'm... <laughs> did he say it to him? I don't yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I don't know who he said it. He didn't say who um, who he'd said it to. Uh, and finally, uh, Raheem Sterling has been racially abused on Instagram again this week. Um, who took part in the... I took part in the, um, uh, the uh, blackout, the social media blackout. Did any of you guys, apart from Emma? I think I might have
0: done it
2: by accident. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I might have done it by accident. I think there were a couple of moments where I was like, I could tweet something. Yeah. Uh, and then I didn't. But I, I don't know. I, just, I don't want to say that, and then people go through my tweets. And go, yes, <laughs> like, it wasn't, you know, there was no. If I did, you know, I wasn't doing it to prove. Oh, I must have done because I tweeted about the F one. So yeah, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm terrible.
3: It clearly didn't change anything, though, did it?
1: No, and I had this As conversation Winston with someone. Have been immediately immediately abused. I, I, <laughs> I, right. I took part in it. And I only sort of really sort of decided at three o'clock on Friday to take part in it because I sort of thought, you know, my action might only be a, a tiny drop in the ocean, but if it helps, then great. And I that's what- I...
0: You're still to send DMs.
1: God's <laughs> sake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so I had this same conversation on Tuesday morning with someone from Twitter. Uh, and he sort of said, well, it makes no difference. And it's like, well, you know, if my tiny little bit helps to make a difference. Uh, then maybe it does. Obviously, obviously, it's, it, I did say it's not going to make a difference straight away. But you know, it's like a sort of progression of behaviour, which hopefully does have an effect. Um, Roma have got a new manager uh, next season, haven't they?
2: I, I love everything about this. Part, <laughs> I think Scott was—he uh, seemed happy about it on on Twitter, from what I saw. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: because that's because the other, the other side of that is just having just gotten
1: absolutely dicked by Manchester United. Yeah, I I think it's fair to say that Roma aren't the biggest team in Italy. Um, And he's used to managing sort of big, quote unquote, larger clubs, I guess. So um, Chelsea, Manchester United, Real Madrid, Inter, all those teams. um, He's been used to managing a bit bigger. I don't know about Spurs, but is is his career on a downward trajectory? Is he going to be attracted or are the Bayern Munichs and PSGs of the world gonna be attracted to him anymore, or is he sort of going down a level?
2: I don't. I don't think the big bigger clubs are gonna be as interested in him as they as they once once were. But I think Italy is almost the perfect place for him to go. Yeah. In a way, I think he'll go there. His his style of play will, will certainly match the that league um, in terms of being potentially a bit more defensive. Yeah, uh, and, it's, and you know, looking at their scoreline uh, against Man United, they definitely need a better defence. I, I just think he, it could easily be a scenario where he does really well at Roma, and then a bigger club goes in for him after that. Okay. I think if you look at someone like Brendan Rodgers, for example, you know I think he's getting to that point where he had that big job with Liverpool. He's taken a few "quote unquote" steps down that ladder in a way, mm. um, but he's now being linked with those top jobs again. So. I think it it does all count when you you've had a bit of success. Okay.
3: There is no way that that's going to go well for him at Roma, though. The the half of the team hate him.
1: Well, the team itself as well. I mean for
3: the chaos, I think it's <laughs> I think it's
1: amazing. Someone wrote that um this is a fantastic team in 2011. <laughs> because of Jacco and Pastore and you know sort of people like that that're on the team and that are maybe a little bit older and long in the tooth.
3: I feel bad for him, really. There, come, there, comes a point when,
0: there comes a point where it, when if you've salted the earth in so many different places <laughs> that plants will never grow again, eventually some of those
2: some of those things are going to come back to roost in other ways.
3: Who knew it'd be here at Roma? <laughs>
2: <laughs> did, you, did you see there was a video of, of Conte got told about it and he got shown it on a phone and he actually started just laughing? No most like he didn't believe it like no nah, there's no way no way he'd go to uh roma and he's like no this is the official official like tweet this <laughs> he just laugh
1: fabulous um ed sheeran will sponsor his boyhood team it's which town next season um with the logo uh plus times y minus equals which i'm not an ed sheeran fan but apparently that's the name of his albums is it
2: I believe so yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, okay Uh, Gianni Infantino is against punishing um, the European Super League clubs he said the European Super League club was acceptable but uh, quote unquote by punishing a club you're also punishing players, fans, coaches who had nothing to do with it as well Uh, is he being sensible there or they still need punishment
0: right so just out of interest when when, um, next time a player gets sent off they shouldn't ban him because you're
1: denying the play, the fans the chance to see him and they <laughs> do not that. Fair enough. Um, Ryan, Chelsea will allow three supporter advisors to attend four board meetings per year. They won't have voting rights or be able to participate in meetings about players, staff or academy issues, but uh, they will be allowed to sit on other board meetings. Are you happy with this? Is this a big enough step forward or are you hoping for more? Uh.
2: I don't know if it's if it's a big big enough step forward, but it's certainly a step in the right direction. I yeah. I, I can't think of any negatives about it, you know, especially since it's almost like they have they're holding an election on who those uh, fan people should be. So I think we would hopefully see some prominent Chelsea fans uh, have the opportunity to, to voice their concerns, and it should, in theory say in theory stop anything like some stupid conversation about Super League it's gonna in, be yeah. Frank,
0: but they realise Frank Lampard's going to be the
1: fan <laughs> <laughs> be Frank Lampard be the, Frank Lampard the guy from the tube train in Paris and then somebody else
2: <laughs> I'd like to think
1: that we all hate the tube the tube guys Paris, so. I think we do Emma how does this work in Barcelona with Socios um, what's a representation on the board do they get that Ryan might be able to look forward to
3: oh we don't have any representation on the board
1: no but you're a you're a community and Uh, club aren't you
3: yeah but we don't have any representation on the board they just ask us to vote on the things that they want to do
1: oh okay right so no brave new world to run. chris
3: it's
1: an empty line it is i think that you know uh,
2: there's obviously a lot of stuff going around about 50 plus one representation being adopted here, which I can't see happening unless all the owners decide to move on. Cause I can't imagine any owner is going to want to give up a very large chunk of their, their holding of a club. I don't think, you, you know, I think potentially it if you look bit- at like the Chelsea Pitcher Owners Association, there might be some people there that might get some voting things down the line, but I can't imagine anything that would ever get to that point. Okay.
0: Um, I think to be a pedant, but it isn't a holding of the club. What was in that, Germany, sorry? in Germany, the fans don't own the
2: club; they just have voting rights.
1: You don't hate oh. your pen at all.
2: No, oh, okay, well, that's, no, that's good. That makes a whole lot more sense. That's that makes my brain solve a lot of problems, like solve a lot of things. Because I was really confused. But it does
0: still mean that. Um, so, one person in theory can own a club, but they can't. Someone, but the fans still have fifty-one percent of the vote. Or, 50 plus 1 of the voting rights uh. so it still doesn't mean that you have to have owners who are willing to essentially give up control of their of their very expensive asset
1: um, Adam can I just pick you up on the sentence you hate to be a pedant
0: <laughs> no no because no, I heard you
1: <laughs> yeah I know but I think the thing would great. You'd give <laughs> you greater pleasure in life surely it's the sort of thing you live your for your point it's the sort of thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> um Right, okay, so let's talk about some other bits of Bob. So um, Fazil Kanema have become champions of Ethiopia. Uh, it was a Copa Libertadores this week. So in Group C, Barcelona, Emma.
3: The good Barcelona, from, not the
1: bad one. Exactly, from Ecuador. They beat Boca Juniors 3-0. Uh, so they are uh, top of Group C on nine points. Boca Juniors on six. Santos on three. And the strongest Adam who played tonight are on zero points. Um in Group F University do they play
0: tonight though, because they can't (laughs) organise it turns out that when they're supposed to be, they are not always ready.
1: No. (laughs) They're neither strong nor ready. Um in Group F University had a chili beat national of um Brazil three one who are now bottom on one point. And Group G, uh, Quito lost three two at home to Flamengo with Gabigol goal getting an eighty fifth minute winner. Um, in the Concacaf Champions League, so Concacaf Champions League quarterfinals, there was, uh, it was Toronto versus Cruz Azul, uh, Columbus Crew versus Monterey, Atlanta United versus Philadelphia Union, and Portland Timbers versus Club America. Now, all of the MLS teams, uh, playing play the Mexican opponents lost. So in the semi-finals, there are three Mexican teams and one MLS team. There was some talk earlier on this year about maybe this is like some sort of turning point between MLS and Liga MX, um, but it appears not, unfortunately, unless uh, Philly can but go on some Danny, sort of... Robin,
0: you're the only person I heard say that.
1: I heard other people say it.
0: Well, not because... Yeah, but that's because I'm not listening to them. Yeah. Because they've because started talking about about Liga MX and I've, I've stopped listening.
1: God, you're such a snob.
0: Well, you're the one who started this segment about with the Ethiopian champions.
1: Yeah. Well, they are. That's news. Yeah. Okay.
0: Next week, I'm going to quiz you on their name and see if you can even remember
1: them. Right. I'm not going to throw this piece of paper in the recycling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Well, let's get a bit closer to home, shall we? Uh, in Europe land. Um, in Turkey this weekend, it's Galatasaray versus Besiktas. Besiktas top on 81 points. Then it's Federer on 76 and Galatasaray on 75 in russia it's a moscow derby's locomotive play dynamo uh in algeria is the derby of algeria as mc algiers who that's actually a team not a person uh play usm algiers in the league cup uh and we get a bit religiously and political here as in bosnia uh zrinski play Veles, So Zrinjski, the croatian club uh in mostar uh, and velas are the uh, bosnian uh club in mostar as well and then israel it's a small matter of base jerusalem versus Beni Sachin, um which is the right wing Jewish team versus the Arab team. So um that'll be one to keep your eye on this weekend folks. In Spain, uh it's very close at the top. So all teams play thirty four points. atletico Madrid are top on seventy six. Then it's Real Madrid and Barcelona on seventy four. Sevilla on seventy uh and it's some sort of Grand Slam title shootout this weekend Emma as Real Madrid play Sevilla and Barca player Atleti. What is gonna happen? A Sevilla out of it, by the way.
3: Yeah, they lost their chance when they Lost to an athletic club on Monday.
1: Even if they get a positive result against Real Madrid, do you think?
3: Yeah, it feels unlikely.
1: Yeah? Okay, that's a shame though, isn't it?
3: It is I a mean, shame. I wanted them to win.
0: Wouldn't they still be in with a chance if they beat Real Madrid, and especially if Barca and Athletic draw?
3: Mathematically, yeah, but that's...
0: <laughs> just, is this club out of you? Again? Yeah, but...
1: Severe, exactly, yeah. Severe gonna severe. So, what do you reckon is gonna happen this weekend? The Real Madrid severe. Uh, Real Madrid surely looking to get some sort of um, uh, result after what happened against Chelsea.
3: I imagine that Real Madrid will win because <laughs> Lopetegui doesn't seem to be one for the big games this season. He's so... got a point to prove
1: against Real Madrid, isn't he?
3: He does, yeah, he does. That's why he won't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair and how about you guys? How are you going to get on against Athleti?
3: Uh, well, Coleman isn't allowed to be there again, so that's good news.
1: What did he do the other day? Did he sort of sit in a hotel room on a telephone or something?
3: I don't care what he did. <laughs> Killed himself, I hope. <laughs> Sorry, that was harsh.
2: Stop online hate, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: online hate but not against Ronald Koeman kill yourself Ronald Koeman that man
1: scored a European Cup (laughs) winning goal for you people
3: and I wish he never had because now he's in charge of the team
1: oh really you wish you'd lost that game
3: yeah he wouldn't be manager if we had
1: yeah
2: he's a shit manager though
3: so he's a very shit manager and deserves Um... death (laughs) yeah (laughs) and there definitely is no connection to the fact that we've been doing pretty badly recently, and Sergio Roberto has returned from injury. <laughs> Those things aren't connected. No, okay. Oh, I think we connected? really need to explore this. I don't think Emma's quite far out this timeline. So than.
0: he doesn't score that. Ko- doesn't score that goal. Uh huh. You don't win the Champions League in 1992. Correct. You still haven't won the Champions League at that point. Okay. <laughs> that means is is Kof really then the manager of the Dream Team? Are they still called the Dream Team?
3: Yeah, because they were the Dream Team before that.
0: Yeah, but would they be remembered as the team that bottled two Champions League finals?
1: Yeah. Will it just be a lollipop sucking Kevin Keegan?
0: So, if the Dream Team then doesn't have the impact that so it, the sort of the cultural reverence within the club that it had, the one the the, the team that delivered the first European Cup just uh-huh. become quite.
3: I see where you're going with this.
0: <laughs> then you don't hire card because Kroiv doesn't come back
3: but that'd be a good thing
1: he won your Champions League <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you,
0: <laughs> you Kroiv also in- play? was also instrumental in- <laughs> instrumental in hiring um, in hiring Pep yeah kept supporting him after he lost his first game
3: Mhm.
0: Made-, made sure the board didn't do anything <laughs> well sort of this just is where kind of say that that giving up that one Champions League so you don't have to have coach Yeah, I know, that I, can, I know that...
3: this is where you're going with this and I want you to stop.
1: I'm to... waiting for Emma to come in and say that Pep was rubbish or overrated or something. Well,
3: why would I <laughs> Because it's frankly not true.
1: Well, I know, but you know, the extent to which you're Cuban denial, I'm just trying yeah. to see how far it goes.
3: It's hate. I know he's there. I'm to deny it. And I'm not gonna deny my hate for him because I hate him. Oh I'm not the fibre of my being.
0: I'm not asking you to not do that. All I'm saying <laughs> you is not stop me. All I'm saying is wishing that he didn't score that free kick might have a repercussions. <laughs> That's a very, that could be a very dark timeline.
3: Well, fortunately, we do not live in the age of time travel to see if
1: we could stop those events.
0: <laughs> so you're allowed to just hold these wild opinions?
3: Yes, because you scientifically can't change them.
1: Back to the Future 4 has been Martin McFly going back to Wembley Stadium, isn't it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if he just runs over um, Coleman in the DeLorean, <laughs> it would be the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Backwards
1: and forwards over the top of him. Yeah. Would he still try and sleep with his own mum? <laughs> no, she was <laughs> She was fit, to be fair, wasn't she? Um, right, in Italy. But I do
3: you think we're gonna lose? Just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Suarez will score, and not celebrate because he's a good boy.
1: Oh, well, yeah, he won't celebrate. You think?
3: No, because he won't.
1: Okay, how are all their players? Were all their players coming back fit now? Because they had a few out, didn't they?
3: I don't know. I haven't seen any squad news yet. Okay.
1: It's Seamus Coleman fit.
0: That's the important (laughs) thing.
3: Yeah, (laughs) where's Alan?
1: In Italy, Inter Milan are champions on 82 points, and it's Atalanta, Juventus, and Milan on 69 points each. And then in fifth place, it is Napoli on 67, who are coming on strong at the end. There's four games left. Uh, This weekend, Spezia play uh, Napoli, relegated Parma play Atalanta, and it's a small matter of Juventus versus Milan. And, in Germany, Bayern are top on 71 points, and then it's RB on 64. Uh, and then it gets interesting as Wolfsburg are on 57 points, but they've lost three out of their last four games. Fourth place is Frankfurt, who are on 56 points and lost two out of three games. And then it's Dortmund on 55 points, and they won their last four. So this weekend, it's Bayern versus Gladbach, Wolfsburg versus Union Berlin, Frankfurt versus Mainz, and Dortmund versus RB Leipzig. Adam, with your Benny from Crossroads Dortmund hat on, how are you feeling about this one?
0: Absolutely. Not good. No, I mean, the, I suppose the form's there. Yes, um, but it's not in it's not in Dortmund's hands, so it's, ask, it's asking a lot, right, for one of those teams to drop points and to get a positive result at Leipzig.
1: Yeah, so you don't hold out any hope.
0: I don't. Ha- I don't hold out a lot of hope. No.
1: Okay. Uh, finally in France, uh, is Lille top on 76 points, PSG 75, Monaco 71, uh, and Lyon on 70. Lyon creeping up thanks to that victory of Monaco last weekend, which ended with a lovely bout of fisticuffs. Um, and this weekend is going to be Lens versus Lille, uh, Rheim versus Monaco, Rennes versus PSG, and Lyon versus Lorient, which I guess is Lorient, I'm not late in um, Right, into the Premier League then. So, Friday, uh, 8 o'clock on Sky, it's Leicester versus Newcastle in the Grey and Fenton derby. Um, Leicester have won eight out of their last ten games versus Newcastle uh, in the Premier League and James Madison has scored in his last three versus Newcastle um, Newcastle have won their last three games on a Friday though. Ryan how do you think that's going to go with being a Friday
2: I mean I, I was just thinking you know it's been a while since it's been on the podcast I was hoping you'd sort of given up these these facts really about whether someone played on a Friday or
1: not <laughs> Ryan's obviously long-term not.
2: listener. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it shows Ryan yeah.
1: hasn't been listening lately.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, actually, I think Newcastle have been a little bit, you know, as I said, the, the form, the, they haven't been seen too terrible and they've actually managed to, you know, fight off any offset of being relegated at this point, so obviously I'm hoping from a Chelsea point of view that Leicester lose, because um, I think that will give us uh, more of a chance to try and like, catch up Never done in the league, mm. but I think Leicester are going to have a bit too much more oh. of them.
3: Emma, Uh sorry, I wasn't paying
1: attention. I was watching <laughs>
3: Fierroel. Adam, are you talking about? <laughs> I'll
1: let Adam talk, and then you can get the gist, or maybe oh, you
3: won't. He, he he likes talking for me, so. <laughs>
1: I'm going
0: to see if I can. could I do this without naming the teams involved?
1: Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... I you could call team A and team B, couldn't you?
0: Consider, considering the... Well, this is a guess. Home team
1: yep. now don't really
0: have any sort of, like, relegation fears. Because that, that sort of... Away
1: team. away team, Adam.
0: The away team, sorry, don't have any... Re- I mean, there's still a chance. <laughs> like, if, if there was a massive points deduction, there's still a chance that the home team could be could be, but I think they'd probably put that behind them.
1: Yeah.
3: I feel like I'm um, going to be able to crack your code. <laughs> <laughs> who
0: well, well, you hide? Alan Turing?
3: <laughs> I'm independently smart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you could have been the Kira Knightley character.
3: <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, so I, I can't...
0: It's not criticism. She's just... A... She helps.
3: Cri- she helps cracking it. Feels a like
2: one. a criticism, but carry on. <laughs> it really isn't. How can anything about carry Kieran be a criticism? I, you know, that's that's a big question. Yeah. Uh,
0: um. She behaves quite weirdly for a seventeen-year-old in Love Actually.
2: <laughs> I don't have much to say to that. To be fair, so it's all right, I play. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, there's not really much jeopardy here for either team. Like Ryan said, Leicester still need those. Sort of
3: no, Leicester. M- <laughs>
0: Damn it! She cracked your code. <laughs> How did she see through it?
3: I just waited for you to make a mistake.
0: <laughs> wow, well, this is why I lose so many chess matches.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. You think if I played that many, I'd get better at them? doesn't to be the case. <laughs> Sorry Chris, I think Leicester will
1: win. Okay, Emma, Leicester or their opponents, who's going to win?
3: Leicester or their opponents now non-relegation threat Newcastle.
1: Oh, well done. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> 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 uh... with the sort of presence of greatness here.
0: I mean, there's zero proof that she hasn't just looked that up. <laughs> 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 However, a, I, I would say that there's not an inconceivable chance that she could have looked it up. And still technically kind of got the wrong answer because Chris because Chris had written down the wrong fixture on the sheet. Yeah.
3: <laughs> There's that chance at every opportunity.
0: Yeah, so.
3: Um, <laughs> what he said, bless you all.
1: Okay, next one then. Uh, Saturday, 12.30 BT Sport, um, Leeds versus Spurs in the Paul Robinson derby, but not that one. Um 24% of Leeds' goals in the Premier League this season come from outside the box. That's the very, very most. Uh, quick quiz, Ryan Mason. When go- you say,
0: qu- sorry, just quickly, when you say not that one, do you mean, the, are you, is that supposed to be like a Neighbours reference?
1: That could be either be a Neighbours or a West Brom reference. You can take your pick. Uh, I
0: think the Neighbours reference is better than <laughs> you?
1: Yeah, OK. I,
0: uh, think, I actually think that the proof here is that was actually a West Brom reference, and I've made it better by claiming Neighbours. Well, I was... I you d- just, rid- just rode with
1: it. <laughs> I knew, I, I'm well aware of Paul Robinson on Neighbours. Stephen Dennis's Don't It Make You Feel Good was on the playlist when I was young, so that's why I, I left it ambiguous with Not That One. Because I, I nearly went Not That One or That One, but I thought that makes it a bit obvious. But thank you for letting me explain my own joke. Um,
3: <laughs> the audience needed it.
0: Anyway, I, think on, I think a minute ago I claimed it was my joke
1: I think so. a minute ago you claimed <laughs> a minute ago you claimed not to be a pedant <laughs> I think that's blown out of the water now isn't it no 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 I didn't
0: claim not to be a pedant <laughs> I claimed not to enjoy being a
1: pedant okay. and that is being a pedant <laughs> <laughs>
3: And he's enjoying
1: it. <laughs> I hope.
0: I'm not lying about
1: it. I hope there's a Windows 10 update in the not too distant future which allows me to sort of reach my hand through the laptop and sort of <laughs> pop out in London and throttle you. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's Ryan, your quiz. <laughs> Ryan Mason uh, is the fourth Spurs manager to win his first two Premier League games. Who are the other three? And what have they got in common between them?
0: It wasn't one diagram
3: is it that they were all Spurs managers
1: two are quite recent one you got to go back in the day for
3: Pochettino so one's going to be Tim Sherwood
1: Pochettino's one yeah
0: Tim Sherwood
1: no we've already spoken about him on the podcast
0: Jose yeah and one
1: you
3: have
0: to go quite far back for
1: yeah I think late 90s turn of the century
3: is it one day from us
1: no. No, it, Wander almost lost
0: like his like so mental, like his first like seven not lost, but
1: former England manager.
0: It's uh, Glenn Hoddle.
1: It's Glenn Hoddle. And the thing they got in old comment?
0: Anyone? Uh they all believe in reincarnation.
1: No, they all lost their third game.
0: You don't know but they don't all believe in reincarnation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: how did they feel about the disabled?
1: Uh Pochettino is ambivalent on them. <laughs> Ryan Mason, largely pro. Ryan Mason, largely pro. I wonder what Jose Mourinho's (laughs) thoughts on the disabled are. I can hazard a guess. Um, (laughs) Leeds' last four games are very strange. They were unbeaten against Manchester City, Liverpool and Manchester United and then lost 2-0 to Brighton last weekend, Um, which is very confusing. I've got a sneaky feeling here for Leeds because the experience of Bielsa over um, uh, Ryan Mason.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I think, I think that might there might be a slight edge
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Ryan and Emma, what do you reckon? I,
3: I think I think Leeds
1: are going to win. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably go with the Leeds winners. fair. All right, three o'clock on Sky. Sheffield United versus Crystal Palace, the Paul or Derby. Does anyone want to talk about this? No. Okay, right, half past five on Sky. Manchester City versus Chelsea in the Terry Phelan Derby. Um, if City win, they're champions. Um, City beat Chelsea. Oh, sorry, Chelsea beat City in the FA Cup last month, and Chelsea are unbeaten in seven away in the Premier League. Uh, and I've got here clean sheets. That's not a reference to your teenage years, Ryan. Um, City have got eighteen and thirty-four this season in the Premier League, and Chelsea have got eleven and fifteen under Thomas Tuchel. So um, they're both very good at having a sort of strong defence aren't they so how do you think this one's going to go Ryan seeing your team
2: I'm just I'm still a bit floored by the clean sheets <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know I think we'll be okay I think it, I feel like it'll play out a bit like a ball draw to be honest okay. I think both teams are going to be quite again you don't want to give your opposition an edge now that you know you're going to play each other in a final but it's not like
1: you can rest players either because you're both going for you're going for fourth aren't you
2: Yeah, I I think there might have to be some rotation I think there was a few players last night that looked quite tired at the end Um, but I think we'll just have to say, I think again we're we're quite boring to watch so I think if we just sort of sit back and and try and hit City on the counter it won't be a great watch but I think we might be okay to either get the draw or maybe even nick the win but we gave you know we let you win the title (laughs) against
1: last season so let's see what happens. Do you think Drew might start?
2: Uh, no uh, I don't know can- I'd rather Tommy Abraham starts, to be honest but I think I don't know I think we've got enough I think yeah, like a goodbye
0: to tour for Tammy Abraham
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know actually I don't think Giroud would start I don't think Tuchel's really that interested in starting him. I think he'd, he'd, he'd rather just go with a false nine at this point. okay they're not, they're not like.
0: Adam you talk about the players being tied right now. something I forgot to mention when we talked about the game as I was Really, really, I was really surprised and I haven't I quite quickly proven wrong, but really surprised when Tuchel took off Timo Werner because I thought that Chelsea were at that point were just looking so dangerous on the counter-attack and it just felt that with the, the pace they had, that it was inevitable, but then kind of with the options that he had, so you bring on Pulisic and he was just absolutely electric. So, like... It's not like there aren't options on off off the bench to replace some of these type of players who can contribute just as much. Like the squad depth for Chelsea is is there in a lot of positions, just
2: like yeah. centre half. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Emma, how do you reckon this one's going to go? You're going to move.
3: I think uh, Oriola will probably make a lot of changes. Yeah, but they don't really weaken Manchester City's team.
1: Uh, so I think no, Manchester I understand. They'll probably win. Yeah, so a weakened team—if if they both play a weakened team—that would that would sort of upset Chelsea more. You think?
3: But he's just a weakened team for Manchester. He's just going to play Sergio Aguero. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, like,
1: it's not really weak, is it? When
2: you it's bring not, it's really rich, not like Aguero. Although Aguero do we, doesn't do like playing against us. To be fair, do you think
0: we can see like some sort of like? like um like a phony war
3: that's sort of like pep doing like some false tactics to like you think he's so just that... gonna start like he's gonna launch his um, psyop against Tuchel.
1: <laughs> well he can afford <laughs> to be can't great. he great i would love that given his points cushion in the premier league it doesn't matter if he wins the league this weekend or another weekend he can afford to do a bit of trolling this weekend can't he
0: all all of a sudden all of a sudden he's doing apps like like maybe like edison is playing central with Field
3: and... <laughs> you think I'm going to get all that random stuff that I wanted him to do in the Champions League, finally?
0: <laughs> but in this game, yeah. T- two, abs- two absolute lumps from... Not from I imagine they don't have them in the game, but they just find two of their tallest players and play them up front. Just go, ultimate long ball, sort of like knockdowns, just like you will learn nothing about the Champions League final from this game.
1: Um... And... <laughs> Liverpool versus Southampton at quarter past eight on Sky in the Paul Jones derby. Uh, Liverpool at home versus Southampton, their last six. They've won four and drawn two with an aggregate of 10-0. Um, that doesn't really count for very much at the moment, though, does it? Given Liverpool's home form in 2021. Uh, Liverpool have drawn their last two uh, and won their previous three. Southampton lost three out of five. Um, I've written here, James Ward-Prowse, eight goals of six assists this season, underrated question mark. Um, anyone want to give me a James Ward-Prowse analysis?
2: Yeah, he's not overrated. Underrated. Yeah, I, was, I, was say, I, I, I wouldn't say he's underrated. I think everyone thinks he's good.
0: How many of those? How many of those goals and assists were from set pieces?
1: Not sure. Yeah. Don't know. Um, okay. Yeah. So, what do we reckon to this game?
0: I mean, Liverpool will be either well rested or t- or rusty, depending on depending on the result and what argument what, what argument Klopp needs to present.
1: Mm-hmm. Rent free.
2: <laughs> I was going to say something about well, they're in their own stadium, so they'll be fine. They're <laughs> not going to be in training complex or anything, so they'll, they'll be happy.
1: They're in their own <laughs> stadium, so that might mean they um, they lose. I don't think their own stadium makes much difference, sort of these days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> As, I, I think, and I think that has the potential to be a bit of a boring game. I said maybe not boring, but a boring.
3: No, boring. Stick with that. <laughs>
2: boring. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, yeah, Liverpool. We'll have a couple of chances, like easier chances, which they'll miss. Yeah, and then heads will drop, and it will just be a bit of a meh game. Be nice to see score a free kick though. Shut so.
1: sure. <laughs> <laughs> up. Um, I asked today if Chelsea finish fourth, uh, does fifth spot in the Premier League give you the Champions League? And apparently, it doesn't. No.
3: What is? She...
2: Uh, I read that. As I say, I read that after that, but uh, it was quite useful. Hmm. Um, if West
0: Ham finish fourth
1: yeah.
0: and Chelsea win the Champions League and Arsenal win the Europa League fourth spot doesn't even give you Champions League.
2: Oh really? Yeah, because that's that's what happened to Tottenham, wasn't it? Um, when we, uh, when Chelsea won the, was it the
1: Europa League that year? Yes, who was the manager oh. that year, uh, Ryan? Some dickhead. can't <laughs> <really> remember. <is laughs> the it? go compare guy. <laughs> Yes,
2: that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love that to happen. To be fair, I think it's great when teams work hard all season for the and still don't get to the Champions
1: League. <laughs> I tell you what, you won't be saying that if um, that somehow works out against you. It hasn't. It
2: hasn't so far. We've always ended up winning the other competition instead.
1: So. It'll be a huge injustice if that happens to you, uh, Emma. What do you reckon to this one? Have you given an opinion on this? I don't think you have, have you?
3: Um uh... I hope Southampton win.
1: All right, moving on. Um, Sunday, <laughs> Wolves versus Brighton. BBC High Noon, the Stephen Ward derby. Um, Danny Welbeck's next goal will be his 50th in the Premier League. Uh, He had a lovely goal last week, didn't he? 50th? So, 50th? Mm. That's
0: not enough. Oh, for fuck's
1: sake. Right, OK. Hang on. Here we go. No, no, no. Oh. no. I'm not saying you've not
0: got I'm saying... That doesn't... Say- that's
2: not enough for him. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, considering how long he's been around in the league, I was expecting it to be over 50.
1: What were you expecting it to be? 60? I don't, I don't, 52? I don't know. <laughs>
2: uh, at least 51? Yeah. <laughs> the point was that it needed to be over 50. Okay. It's not even at 50. I don't know. I think it's just the reaction of... but Considering that he's been a striker... For quite a few years I would have just expected him to have more
1: goals Danny Welbeck has scored five goals for Brighton this season netting more in a single campaign in uh, last netting more in a single campaign in 2013-14 with nine for Manchester United his next goal will be his 50th in the competition
2: oh my god so, so he's go. does you, not, not a goal
0: scorer if, if it takes you like seven if that seven or eight years since you scored more than five goals in a season <laughs> that will be part of the problem yes yeah yeah uh, just a glorified British up, oh, Chris.
1: <laughs> he um he was at Arsenal for five years and only scored 16 goals. I
2: forgot about that. Yeah, and that's the other
0: thing as well. Think of the clubs he's played for. Arsenal and Manchester United.
1: Uh 42 England appearances, 16 goals.
3: Is that enough?
0: Yeah, he's never let England down to be fair.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, are we bothered about how this one goes at all? Well, I, I want Danny Welbeck to score some more goals now.
2: Want him to get his fiftieth.
1: We're all cheering for that. We want Danny Welbeck to score a winner, do we? And get his fiftieth Premier League goal.
3: That'd be nice.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, five past two on Sky. It's Aston Villa versus Manchester United in the Mark Bosnich derby. Uh, Manchester United versus Aston Villa in the Premier League. Um, they've drawn eleven, lost one, one thirty-two um so it looks quite one way that way but aston villa uh have kept 14 clean sheets so they manchester united have won 15 goals uh, sorry 15 games uh away from home this season the premier league they're unbeaten this is manchester united surely isn't it although they are playing tonight aren't they thursday so they might be a little bit tired
0: have they outside of any note on the mainstream them
1: yeah have they? they have pop is playing maguire's playing um i can't remember who the guy in defence is but there's a fair few that's playing that you would have thought wouldn't be. Oh, I was going to talk to you guys about this. So, Sunday's events, how do we feel about what happened at Old Trafford on Sunday?
3: The protest is a good thing, but when... The criminal you... damage is a bad thing? Yeah, but when you start smashing shit up, you've lost the message of your protest and now nobody cares what you were protesting about. What you've done is just
1: fuck shit up. This is why people put things on planes.
3: <laughs> yeah it makes sense to me now
1: but how many times have people He's protested uh, uh, you know these, these... <laughs> yeah.
0: as long as you don't fly that plane into something not <laughs> <laughs> it's not cross the line pretty
3: big caveat
1: yeah I think Manchester United fans this week have said look we uh, we protested in 2005 we did the green and gold protest in 2010 none of that has made any difference so we had to take a bit more direct action this time to try and get the Glazers to listen so that is what a Manchester United fan could say
2: but the the glazers haven't really listened.
1: No. Don't but, changed, so. No, but you're not to know that before you smash a camera up and oh, swear bounces. Right, okay, yeah.
2: But again, I think Yeah, so protesting and maybe going into the ground, whatever. But when you start like wrecking part of the ground and you know, I saw a lot of people saying like, this is the club you support, forget who the owners are for a second. You know, there are people working at that club that look after that stuff and you just wrecked it. Why are you doing you're Not proving a point you're just being a dickhead. Is that what you think? That is also what I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think there are, there are better ways to protest.
1: How? What would you do if you were an angry United just fan? Wreck,
2: just, just not wreck stuff. What <laughs> you know, in terms of, I would, go to, I would go and stand and, you know, <laughs> make my point. But, yeah, I wouldn't uh, start smashing shit up.
1: So would you have gone on to the pitch?
2: Uh, probably not because I, I don't like confrontation
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you're one of about 200 people you know you just it's but, not like you're on that, there on your own but
0: daddy the policeman was I'll like, get on that pitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> some people yeah. were very upset that United fans didn't start recreating great goals from the past um you know, it's like your one chance when you're on the pitch to sort of recreate no, that Rooney or... sure. goal. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, okay, so all right, imagine a big brave mankinian and Ryan, what would he have got onto the, the pitch? Is that going too far or I
2: dunno, going onto the pitch, is that as bad as starting sorry. What does going onto the pitch badly, I guess you know are you gonna be wrecking up? are you gonna be wrecking the pitch and doing that? Or you're just standing in a bad place to, to have your protest.
1: So, what would what would okay? What would you think would be an acceptable way? And this isn't just you, I'm not just this I'm asking you. Anyone can answer. Um, <laughs> so, I feel like I'm sort of interrogating you um, for the three of you. Then, what would be the sort of acceptable way to a protest and would make your point over, bearing in mind you feel you've not been listened to in the past when you've had protests.
2: I think it would just be don't smash it up.
1: Just getting
0: Sorry, it's part of the argument that you're entitled to protest, but do you have to be listened
1: to? Uh, You don't have to be listened to, but you want to see... The
0: argument is, should the argument not be you need to do something, like, the argument is you protested, it wasn't listened to, you protested again, it wasn't listened to. Maybe come up with, maybe do something different
1: but that's the point like what they tried being they tried forming their own club they tried uh, the green and gold protest that didn't work out at all um, even with David Beckham holding the green and gold scarf I and mean, publicity that got it it, it didn't work what it's more
3: Because David Beckham doesn't run the club
1: no but he's obviously <laughs> those, those
0: green those green and gold scarf sold by uh, Glazer
1: Incorporated but he's, <laughs> he's obviously a very iconic figure and for him to have held that green and gold scarf obviously sort of is quite a sort of um well,
3: yes they must change their ways because david beckham has got the scarf i
2: don't,
3: I don't think way, that's how it works
2: same with oh gary neville tweeted some very mean stuff about us we must sell the club right this second
1: okay yeah. so yeah. you're then... all so you're sort of poo-pooing on ideas of how to change things what would you guys do if you were a united fan
0: well the idea no my point is that sometimes you can't change things
3: yeah, yeah think... and but that doesn't mean but does should yeah. that
1: mean you shouldn't try
0: it means you shouldn't break the
1: law. Correct. Right. Do you never break the law?
0: Um.
1: Do you ever break the law?
0: Well, I know one follows me checking to see where I park, so I'm going to say no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely game that would be. A little cat and mouse game, following Adam around, see if he's going over 30 and parking properly.
0: Oh, if you were, yeah, my speed would be an issue.
1: No, I used to. So it's okay for you to break the law?
0: I stopped doing that I knew I was being followed the same way I down when I see
1: a police car um, yeah no, my point is is uh, the United fans have tried probably what they think is the nice way of doing it maybe a bit of direct action is maybe what they, they feel is all they're left, yeah, left that's,
2: with that's, what, that's like suggesting you know what they should do next time they should
1: murder kid- a glazer
2: yeah kidnap <laughs> someone do a hostage video and be like sell our club now <laughs> And you'd be there like, well, they took the direct actions. So fair <laughs> play, and they tried something different this yeah,
1: time. Yeah, that's harming an individual, yeah, isn't but, it? That's a little bit different.
0: Yeah. If, but what if that individual instead, if it just <laughs> instead of just kidnapping someone, what if it was a member of the Glazers family? Uh huh. That's harming. Why that it, be that... justifiable? Why don't we <laughs> kidnap a granddaughter? Yeah. <laughs> because they didn't listen when we went on the pitch, so we'll just send them bits of our hair through the post.
1: Okay. Do you? <laughs> Do you think there's, like, a bit in between kidnapping granddaughters and walking on the Old Trafford pitch, or is that the next logical step?
2: We say, we're saying not walking onto the pitch wasn't the, necessarily the problem. It was when there was, like... when wasn't them from, like, cutting up pieces of the net and stuff like that.
1: OK.
3: How they got onto the pitch might be a problem.
2: It might well, be I a think, problem. I think it's probably the same type of security from when that thing happened in America, you know? I just walked through, don't worry about it.
1: Was, um... Was Nelson Mandela wrong to go on a bombing campaign to try and bring equality for black people in South Africa?
3: Well, bombing things isn't great, is
1: it? No. But look at the results it achieved. But
3: but look at his message.
1: (laughs) I think we... Yeah, I think comparing... (laughs)
0: He could have have done it like Gandhi.
1: What made one good film and that was it?
0: Non-violent, pro- non-violent protest.
3: Yeah, he did make that film, you're right. It was a documentary.
1: <laughs> That's the joke around he falls in the horses. They're talking about Andy Warhol's 15 Minutes of Fame, and they said, look at Gandhi, he made one good film you never heard from him again.
3: <laughs> it's not a good joke. It is. <laughs> it's, it's
1: not. Oh, sorry. Is he some sort of personal hero? Is he, is he one of your fancy dinner party people from last week?
3: No. Um, what am you to talk to Gandhi about?
0: I mean, non violent protest.
1: Sandals.
3: <laughs>
0: About all he's got. <laughs> what NHS glasses were like in the
1: Yeah.
2: In the old days. I mean you could just ask him, What would you do? You were a man kid <laughs> 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 you, you could just go,
0: Gandhi, I've got this philosophical problem for you. Imagine a football class. <laughs> <laughs> and it's worth like loads of rupees, and I mean loads of rupees. <laughs>
1: You have to leverage your debt to buy it but you might upset lots and lots of people what where where do i draw the peaceful line mr gandhi
0: i actually think that when you hear some of those things like that andy Mitten guy who i was making fun of for wearing a a cagoule or um <laughs> uh yeah it was it was an was anorak wasn't
1: it yeah
0: on, on bbc television <laughs> while indoors yeah as well to clarify
1: was you wearing a beanie uh, hat and saying mad for it <laughs>
0: No, unfortunately not. <laughs> um, like they do, like they do come off a little bit whiny, like <laughs> a little
3: there's a,
0: bit. There's a little bit whiny when you're there saying, like especially when a, like, they start listing some of the things the Glazers had and hadn't done, right? So, I think it's something like haven't raised ticket prices in seven years. Um, have the second highest net spend since 2013 across all of Europe. And they're like yeah but the money and they paid an in interest like, okay but still the second highest net spend in all of europe like what more do you want
1: they club back mr Sunnis.
0: they <laughs> club back from
1: who i don't know from, from, when, it was owned by,
0: Americans. from when it was owned by some Irishmen.
1: someone on the guardian website this week commented all oh, this because of horse sperm <laughs> Yeah, see? <laughs> it's all of Gibraltar's fault when he's rock. Uh, right, OK, let's talk about Everton. West Ham versus Everton. Half past four on Sky, the David Unsworth derby. Um, Mick Antonio, nine goals so far in the Premier League. Uh, Everton's last 12 against West Ham in the Premier League. They've won seven, drawn four and lost one. But this is a different kind of West Ham, isn't it? Because um, they're sort of going for the Champions League places. Adam, um, Ever- if Everton win, it'll be the first time in the Premier League that they've won five games in a season at London and you've not been allowed to see any of them
3: fuck off <laughs> <laughs> that <was> mean
0: <laughs> I mean it's good to know it's just but, a snap uh, <laughs> um, so we won in the open we won at Tottenham we won at Arsenal
1: yes after you said they weren't going to well of course they weren't because... <laughs> maybe it's you
0: so, uh, some of us might have already had that conversation.
1: Maybe if you, <laughs> yeah. maybe if you stop, maybe if you stop supporting Everton, they might sort of win the Premier League. If it's you, not
0: supporting; it's specifically turning
1: up. <laughs> if you become like a Dulwich Hamlet fan or something, then you know Everton might win the Premier League.
3: No, no, no! It's not supporting. You just can't go.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: ten, it's literally turning up is my problem, and it extends way beyond London.
1: <laughs> have Everton ever won the Premier League since you've supported them? No. Wow.
0: <laughs> of course not. So I'm the common denominator. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well,
1: Ryan's a Chelsea fan, Chelsea won the Premier League. I'm a Liverpool fan, they win the they win the Premier League. Uh Barcelona won La Liga. There's only one of us here that's um booking that trend.
3: There's only one of us who isn't a curse for that team. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I feel
1: down. Oh, if you really <laughs> were an Everton, if you were a true Everton fan, you'd go support somebody else. <laughs> maybe I
0: should just maybe I could maybe I should really just lean into Dortmund because I've been once and they won. Well, there you go. Maybe that's your thing. Well, hundred yeah. percent record.
1: Or maybe that's the perfect time to retire being a Dortmund fan. Yeah,
0: there was a time when I had hundred percent record as an Everton fan as well, though.
1: Yeah, that's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's way gone.
0: That is, mate, that should has sailed.
1: Maybe you should start.
0: I'm not, batting, I'm not even batting 500 at the moment.
1: Maybe you should start being a Liverpool fan if you're the sort of person that brings <laughs> teams down from within. <laughs> How about if that? what's to support
3: Real Madrid for me, though.
1: Should we send him a Liverpool shirt and a Real Madrid shirt? Yeah.
0: Well, I, just be like, I could be like a. I could be a, a fan for hire. <laughs> <laughs>
3: tickets to games at the Burnabout. <laughs> <bar, just cool. laughs> <laughs> Specific ones that are really important. You get to yeah. watch every
1: Burnabout Classico for the next 50 years.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: how do I? Would you be business
3: classmates? Naturally, of course.
0: So how do you... So I, they get... I don't see a problem with that deal. <laughs> so that sounds pretty good to me. actually. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I have my lo- I, I have plans to look it over, but I feel that we can come to an arrangement. <laughs>
3: okay,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, now that Everton are playing in the capital without you again, Adam, I guess it means they're going to win, yeah?
0: I mean, it seems it, it seems written in the stars, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> Ryan and Emma, what do you reckon?
3: I think West Ham are going to win. I'm trying
0: to remember who the other. Ever- that mean, we beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, Ryan. Uh, we must have done, because I think we I, we didn't beat Palace.
2: What, this season?
0: Yeah. Not last season, because last season I went and oh, um, the game, yeah. and uh, as you might have understood from what we just said, I actually yeah.
2: watched us lose 4-0. That was a good game. That was the best <laughs> <game>. <laughs> yeah. Memories That one of us. Uh, I don't know, actually, to be fair. I don't know. I, I can't really remember.
1: Uh, uh Well, let's go um, on to... One of Adams' teams. That is Arsenal versus West Brom at seven o'clock on um, BT Sport. The Canoe Derby. Uh, an Arsenal win relegates West Brom for the fifth time. That is a record they are level with uh, both Norwich City and Herman Heridson. Um, this is going to be an you Arsenal. Can't rely on Arsenal for anything. No. Uh, poor I Nigel
3: mean, Tazi I remember
1: when that
3: used to be his
1: record. <laughs> uh, Big Sam has lost in his last nine visits to the Emirates. He's going to you
2: know, win it's... this one. I <laughs> can't West Brom
1: just get relegated already like I just want to see them gone they've been relegated since about December haven't they
2: yeah but officially I want officially on record they are gone because (laughs) if I if I never see West Brom again (laughs) it'll be too soon
1: yeah but you know that um... right I've got some
0: bad news I've got some some bad
2: news for you they've been replaced by Norwich
1: (laughs) yeah and Bournemouth
2: yeah we beat Norwich like I'm just I'm more just trying to avoid any memories or conceding
3: years time, they
2: about will be ten. Back again. Yeah, Callum Robinson won't be playing for him by then. We'll be fine. He's not really going to score like a turn against us for no reason. <laughs> oh, I
0: see. Ryan has a very specific. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, personal,
2: yeah. We've I mean, oh, pushed oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> just sort of like, oh, it's again. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't want to lose. I don't want to concede. I don't want to. But at the same time,
0: as as a huge as the huge hypocrite I am, if. Um Brentford like got promoted. I'd be like Brentford or Brent Mickey Mouse got to be in the Premier League, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I don't think I could I don't think I could possibly be happy, so <laughs>
2: oh, you didn't beat us at the bridge. we would
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um and also on Monday it is Fulham versus Burnley, eight o'clock in the sky, the John Harley Derby and Fulham could also be relegated in this game as well. Do we care? Nope. I think
2: I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really. I think Fulham deserve to go down, but I think Scott Park.
1: Okay, Adam, do you care? Sorry,
2: I, uh, Ryan,
0: um, whoever that Ryan really died out. Then I don't know what he said. Oh,
2: I was just, I was just saying, I don't really care about Fulham, but I expect to see Scott Park in the league.
1: You did it again. Yeah, i um, It's <laughs> like care he's about. It's like he's got sort of one of those keys in his back, like a wind-up toy.
0: <laughs> um, who do I, who am I Chris Who am I supposed To be caring about
1: uh, Fulham and Burnley do you, uh, in Fulham and Burnley Do you care If Fulham get relegated
0: um, I don't care If Fulham get relegated um, I'm annoyed That I spent Such a long time Two weeks ago Talking about How this game Could see Burnley Get relegated
1: it's <laughs> a waste Of your time Was it in
0: fact, in fact Fulham just made me Look stupid So I'm actually Yeah I want them to be Relegated mm-hmm. for that reason
1: Okay, fair enough. Right, that brings us to the end of our Premier League roundup. Brings us to the end of our podcast. Alliance. Anyone's got any other business, have they? Nope. Uh, right, okay, so we're part of the Post, partly at Man on the Post network. Um, there will be Dave and Ali and Simon back on Monday to review the games that we've been previewing. And there've been a couple of pieces of me episodes out this week uh, where people get to pick their favourite eleven players on the proviso that they're retired. Um, you're always looking for guests for that one, aren't you, Ren?
2: Yeah, I think we're. I think we've actually released all the ones that we had in the bank. So. Oh really? you have been anything for the last, last two me. months. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's something like that. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Is so. okay he's gone again he's those wound up keys falling out
3: <laughs> ryan disappeared down a well
1: he has hasn't he we need <laughs> sting to go dig him out
3: Sending on down the
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh right emma they can't follow you can they
3: they better
1: not they better not right uh adam can they follow you uh, yep,
0: yeah, sorry, I thought we were still talking
1: about Fulham. I was really confused
0: as to well. how we got straight up. <laughs> to... Oh sorry. <laughs> like, um sorry, follow me. Adam,
1: um, AdamSA101. Okay, you can follow Ryan at the Rank Upman. You can follow us at Man of the Post on Twitter and on Instagram. You can give us a like on Facebook too. If you'd like me you here, you can rate reviews on iTunes and all our other podcast networks uh, and give us a lovely five-star review. Um if you like we you can subscribe to us on uh acast and spotify and uh apple podcasts and all your future emails will fall automatically into your inbox Ryan, are you there
2: uh, yes I'm, right i'm currently looking at my my microphone levels and trying to figure
1: out why i keep dying oh okay did you enjoy it would you come on again i would yeah oh 100%. good lovely uh well guys thank you ever so much
0: obviously we'll have a discussion ryan of- <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was about to say, you know, I think there needs to be a review really to make yeah. sure and see what the numbers are like afterwards.
1: Ryan's oh, KPIs.
0: True, the people might not have liked it.
2: So That's the thing, we
1: need some feedback. <laughs> yeah. Right, guys, and always remember to keep your man in the post.